0: afternoon. I gotta change my headphones here. Can't it's hear. A little loud for you? Can't hear. Oh. There it is. Welcome in. This is the happy hour, 93.7 The Ticket, The theticketfm.com. Nick Sainert and Enrique alvarez Clary are with you today. Rico, hello. Hello. How's it going, man? It's going fantabulous. Good. How about Good. yourself? Not too bad. Feeling great. That's not sarcasm either. <laughs> I was like, are you, are you feeling you? No, I, I feel perfectly fine once Good. again. Good. And got... Got tested once again, still negative. So I know there was one, one person that said on the text line that like, next the vid that you got COVID. I had the same thing last couple weeks or whatever. As of right now, I keep testing. I keep getting negative. We so still good. Um, thank goodness. Yeah, literally, it's just here I am. So either way, it just sounds nasally. So I apologize once again. As always, four zero two four six four five six eight five Honda Lincoln Hotline starter hayman text line both those open for you the entire show um feel free to interact on the starter hayman jewelers video stream facebook twitch and youtube and then you can always play us on your uh alexa or google home devices mm-hmm. uh before we get too far into uh, husker's discussion i i want to uh remind you guys that you can always nominate that's the word nominate uh anybody that you know to receive a care basket courtesy of beatrice bakery today is our day um, we'll give away a couple care baskets today, so feel free to text in on the text line 402-464-5685 if you have any nominees. We'll give away a couple today, but then you can always head over to the ticketfm.com and do it that way as well. We'll get an email, and we'll be uh, good to go there. Really good stuff from Beatrice Bakery, so please feel free to nominate anybody, even if you just want to put a smile on their face, and we will be um, all good to go from there. So... Here, in about an hour and 52 minutes, to be exact, Nebraska men's basketball will play Wisconsin. Um, Greg Gard and his guys come into town, ranked, I believe, 11th in the country, Rico. And it's going to be interesting to see how Nebraska responds after their COVID break, right? Or, mm-hmm. or not even the COVID break, just not playing for so long. COVID pause. Yeah. And... There's obviously other things going on. There was a funny, there was an interesting, not even funny, interesting article that Jimmy Watkins of the Omaha World Herald wrote yesterday that kind of gained some steam. I don't know if you guys read it. I want to talk about that a little bit because it mentions the topic of in state recruiting. Once again,
1: that is a big deal. It is every single when in, in what in December signing day and February signing day, it always gets brought back up and it's a massive deal.
0: Well, and that, but we talk about it in the, in the scheme of things as it's big for football. People forget the, we haven't talked, we haven't talked about in-state recruiting a ton for basketball. Mm Mm-hmm and i think that is becoming more and more important as we as the years go on as nebraska the state the of talent, nebraska because the talent the
1: talent is getting a lot richer in terms of basketball the state of nebraska's basketball talent has been exploding on the on the on the uh on the boys' side, men's side. On yeah. the women's side, girls' side, it's, it's been pretty solid it's for, been just fine. For, a, for a decent amount of years. And you talk other sports, baseball, Nebraska is yeah. a fantastic state for baseball players. Uh, volleyball, it's a fantastic state for volleyball players. The track and field scene has exploded. I don't know if anybody's noticed. Darius Luff, Lincoln High graduate, mm-hmm. he's at Nebraska right now. He's one of the top hurdlers, not only in the Big Ten, but in the nation. Yeah. So in state recruiting for track and field has has also taken off. So the other sports have found success keeping the athletes that go to high school or grow up in the state of Nebraska at the University of Nebraska. Um whereas some of the bigger programs and i eat really just the two, football and basketball, yeah. which is a little harder, um, based on, you know, the fact that on the basketball side you haven't had much history, like well not recent and, and recent history because you have history, you have great history, Eric Strickland's teams you yeah. know you know Tyron Lou and all those guys, but um recent history hasn't been very kind to you on the basketball side of things, and on the football side of things, it's kind of the same thing, and you hear you know stories of of you know recruiting stories from from guys in state uh, about Nebraska stopping by and talking to them or or not talking to them, so it's it's one of those things with those two sports
0: well and I guess your your program when you're looking at Husker men's basketball. Well, I guess even football you can put into this category. It just hasn't been very stable. Mm-hmm. Like the, it's not in terms of coaching staffs. It's not extremely stable each year. Like Bill Moose tried to, you know, inject some stability when he when he extended Scott Frost an extra year. You know, just a year after he had signed him to a contract or mm-hmm. whatever. And and tried to extend him to inject stability into the program and for the fan base, even when Nebraska was not winning football games at that time. And you could argue that they're still not winning that many football games right now, but
1: and the stability and, is and not there. The
0: stability is not there with Husker men's basketball. You wonder what back to back to back seasons of very poor results, sub double digit wins, possibly yeah. this season. What, what that does for the stability in your program. Now, with that being said, and we'll, we'll kind of touch on this as we go along, Nebraska, has recru- Nebraska basketball has recruited well and these last couple years. Give Matt Abdomasi, give Fred Hoiberg, give all those guys credit because they have recruited well. They're about to sign their best recruiting class in school history in 2022, once again, after they just signed their first five-star in 2021 with Ramel Lloyd, Blaise Keita, who right now is currently the number one junior college player in the country. So
1: there there
0: are things to point to to be excited about Nebraska men's basketball. However, there have also been things in previous years that we can point to to be excited about Nebraska men's basketball. And once again, there's just some disconnect there, right? There's Mm -hmm. some disconnect or one piece that going into the season you feel like Nebraska has – but then you get halfway through it and it's oh uh, maybe we needed some well, something else or a different type of guy or or some guy that has a different strong suit if that makes sense. And so it's kind of it's kind of uh um frustrating as we go along. And and Jory says this here. Baseball program skyrocketed off from the start with the addition of Rob Childress. Oh, excuse me baseball program skyrocketed off from the start and with the addition of Rob Childress it's unreal and i think Nebraska baseball will get very used to big 10 titles and postseason appearances yes and this place is awesome when nebraska baseball is rolling yes. like last last summer it was a blast to see how they went to the big or they won the big 10 title on the road then everybody kind of gathered around whether it was on social media whether it was through the radio whether it was just whoever you saw on the street to be pissed off that they got had to go on the road to Arkansas. So and then and this is coming from a guy that was the night that or the day that they played um whoever they played NJIT in their in their first round and it was like man um there's no way Nebraska loses to NJIT and then they fell they fell down early on and then they come back and they they win it comfortably and then they beat Arkansas like that whole weekend was unreal when they beat Arkansas. I I
1: thought Twitter was going to, to yeah. crash. I thought the streets in Lincoln were going to be filled with people just extremely excited. It was exciting. Well, and it could
0: have been if they would have beaten them a second time. Like, oh my goodness! I feel I worry that it got lost in the lost in the sauce. Right? <laughs> I, I fear that it got lost of how encouraging important and and big that win, even though it was just one win against Arkansas, to do it in the postseason on the road at their home field in a once again in a season where Nebraska was not picked to even finish close to the top. I think they were lower middle. So like with that that win was huge. And so like baseball, yes, I said it yesterday or I said it a couple days ago. March fifteenth, come on I want those fifty degree baseball weathers when you have a one ten first pitch against Columbia or the Citadel. Like, give me those every single day of the week because I'm I'm all in on those. But the baseball yeah, so has done an amazing job. I mean, they they just got a commitment from a freshman. I, I believe his name's is Senstock is his last name, Joey Senstock, who's a freshman at Lincoln East. Like a, a freshman, they're like. You talk about investing and having to get into the homes of guys early. It's proving that that's not just football. like mm-hmm. it can be talked about quite a bit for football. We just talked about it a couple of days ago. but like it is the same for every single sport. and they are understanding Will Bolt, Lance Harvell, Rob Childress now, um, even even Coach Marcuso, they're all understanding that you have to invest time in these guys. and despite them being from Nebraska in, being from Lincoln, Yes, Nebraska carries weight, but you still have to recruit them. Mm-hmm. They want to be recruited, well, and they they it, deserve
1: to be. Wasn't it that kid from Norris a couple of years ago, 8th grader committed to Florida State? Yep. So, and and Texas A&M for the longest time would come into Nebraska and pick the best well, players and and take them down there when Will Bolt was down there, when Rob Childress was down there. So, yeah. you know, the the uh, the the other schools, the other universities, know how good the talent in Nebraska is, and ever since Will Bulk got here, they, they've experienced success. They have been getting commitments from the in-state players left and right, but they're also still going out of the state and bringing some of the some talent into uh, into the state. But the but the thing is, they're keeping the players in Nebraska from
0: Nebraska at Nebraska. Well, one of the guys to be, I mean, to be specific, Bryce Matthews. They went and got him from Texas. But also, don't forget Max Anderson's kind of story, right? If it wasn't for the COVID pandemic and super seniors being able to return to college, then Texas A&M would have taken Max Anderson and he would have been down in Aggieville. Mm-hmm. But instead, he had to open up his recruitment once again. Will Bolt, luckily the former A&M assistant himself, is here at Nebraska and he just went to Millard West and plucked Max Anderson out, and Had then bam, Big Ten Freshman of the Year right there. Beautiful. Sometimes
1: it's better to be lucky than good.
0: Like there, there are ways that you can still invest into guys early on, while keeping roots, while keeping the importance of in-state recruiting going, and still building your program. Mm-hmm. Right? Does that make sense? So, I, I didn't. I wasn't. I wasn't intentionally going to go off on a on a baseball rant. But you love it, but I love it because once again, give me those early March baseball games. It's forty-five degrees, 110 first pitch, and it's cloudy in the sky, and it's a one to zero win. Give it, give it all you day. Want that? Ball doesn't fly. Yes, I kind of want that. Don't, don't. We're, kinda, we're not going to have this talk, but give that. me the the two to one ball games where it's defense every
1: single game. That's that does sound fun, but also, I, I want some. I want a little bit of offense. Like, give me the two to one. And then follow it up with like a eleven a, to zero, a twelve to like three game, but like all three are like solo home runs.
0: <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, <laughs> I don't know, just it, something it be, crazy. It will be cool to see how much the ball flies this year with with Husker baseball because now you have, I mean, Griffin Everett, Max Anderson, all those guys returning. Um, they need to find. They, Colby Gomez is going to be coming off People of a short injury. Don't forget, Colby Gomez is still in that bullpen. Your your
1: first baseman and your closer. From uh, two seasons ago. Three seasons ago, really, also. Yeah. People forget he was solid before he got hurt. We'll see how he looks coming off that injury, though.
0: We get this text off the text line. This is really cool. This is what it's all about. It says, Just heard you guys were talking about Darius Luff, the hurdler from Lincoln. That's my son. Really like this station and very glad you guys are talking track because no one really does around here. Hey, I love track. I love track yeah. and field so much. Rico, Rico's a track and field guy from day one. So, I, track and no, I do need to was, get
1: more into Husker track and field, but I did see Darius Love who yeah. look the the dude in high school was just crazy. He's so he is so smooth over the hurdles. It's just it's mesmerizing. Mm-hmm. Like if you if you needed to teach somebody how to hurdle, it would just be a video of him hurtling like it's so smooth he gets so low he i mean everybody hits him all all the guys hit him because you know they're just they're high hurdles yeah but the way that he just glides over it just as as you're supposed to say you do not jump a hurdle you hurdle a hurdle it's just an extension Uh of your running form you're just lifting the leg up you're going over snapping that lead leg down coming right over he does it so well it's it's a joy to watch
0: wow rico you're you're teaching me all these things. Rico.
1: Dude, I love track. Like I said, I need to get more into to Huskers track. I need to find out all the people that are are all the people that are competing because Nebraska Nebraska has a solid track program, indoor and Big outdoor. Time. Their throwers are just uh, one of the best groups in the nation. Uh their hurdlers are fantastic. Their pole vaulters are amazing. Like it's it's gorgeous. I I've ran on, I ran on their track a couple of times in college and the the indoor track never on the outdoor track unfortunately sad the Ed Weir track rip um but the indoor track uh, you, one of the you only mad about that, I you? was extremely upset I'm sorry. um one of the only hydraulic tracks in the midwest i believe or or some somewhere south or west of of like st louis or something i don't i don't know the exact specifics it is it is very rare to have a hydraulic track though and it is fast and it is fun
0: does Oregon have a hydraulic track? They do not have a hydraulic track. Really? I think there's is just Oregon raised. is like, like
1: Arkansas, everything. which is one of the better track programs in the nation, they don't have a hydraulic track. It's just raised. So the straightaway where you run your sprints is in the middle of the track. Oh, interesting. It's I've always wanted to run there. It looks gorgeous. I'm going to have to
0: look up a picture during the break.
1: Um, I had a friend who ran there, Kenzo Cotton, in case people know who he is, one of the fastest sprinters in the state of Nebraska. I ended up going to Arkansas. ran at the Olympic trials a couple of times. It's the homeboy. I coached him his last year of summer track because I was too old and I couldn't
0: run anymore. Nice, nice work Rico as always. <laughs> throwing stuff yeah, out there. Yeah. nonstop. as always. 402-464-5685 Honda Lincoln hotline starter. Hammond text line. Feel free to hop into the, the conversation that way. Okay. We only have a couple minutes left in this segment. So before I guess we'll, we'll go into in depth in the, the in-state recruiting for Husker basketball, because like I said, Jimmy Watkins from the world Herald had a really interesting article And I kind of just looked at the former high school standouts of the last couple years, and now even after this season, to see where they're at, how are they doing, um, all that stuff. And it's kind of, not eye-opening, but just kind of interesting. I think that's a good word. Tonight, though, Husker Women's Basketball plays Wisconsin at 8 p.m. after the men's play at 4 p.m. It is Australian night. Ooh. It is Australian night, and I hear that they are playing the Australian National Anthem. I don't know what that is. I don't know. Maybe we need to grab the clip. I think we should. Okay, we'll grab the clip. Let's go ahead and head to break. When we come back, we'll play the Australian National Anthem and talk about in-state recruiting for basketball and the Husker men's basketball game against Wisconsin next up on Happy Hour. Follow Nick and Enrique on Twitter at Nick underscore Sainert and at Radio Rico AC. More of Happy Hour is next on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com.